I have a question for you. Have you ever said or uttered the words, praise the Lord? If you have, then you will simply say hallelujah. Hallelujah means praise God or praise the Lord. Hallelujah is a very powerful word. We should be joyful in saying the word hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm sure you've listened to the hallelujah chorus. What a magnificent piece of rendition. I mean, you can't hear that chorus before you feel some feelings of emotional praise to the Lord. Psalm 148, our text for today, begins with, begins with and ends with, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you have your Bible, please turn with me to Psalm 148. And let us read the powerful word of God. Psalm 148. We're going to read the entire psalm. And this is God's holy word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all stars of light. Praise him, highest heavens and the waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded them and they were created. He has also established them forever and ever. He has made a decree we will not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth. Sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit tree and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and wings fowl, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young, young men and virgins, and old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord. For his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. And he has lifted up a home for his people. Praise for all his godly ones, even for the sons of Israel, our people near to him. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We praise you, O God, for you are worthy to be praised. 
What a great God you are. Hmm. Yes, Lord, you are great. And we look at the mountains, the sky, and all that your hands have made. We indeed say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord, will you please speak to us from your word this morning? And Holy Spirit, will you please prepare us that we will appropriate some truths this morning so that we can desire to be more like Jesus, bring glory to your holy name, for you are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So the name of the writer of this psalm and the occasion for which he wrote it or the circumstances for which he wrote are not known. And this is the same with Psalm 46 all the way to Psalm 50. We don't know the name of the writers or the names of the writers. But one thing is clear for us that this psalm is, is, longing, is longing for the whole world to praise the Lord. He's longing for the whole of creation to praise the Lord. First, he calls on the heavens to praise the Lord. Heaven's praise. And that is Psalm 148 verses, verses um, 1 to 4 that I, I just read. And that alludes to the fact that God is over all the universe. He's God of the universe. And he deserves praise from the heavens, from, from the heights. He's calling on all God's angels, the hosts of angels in heaven, to begin their praise, to praise the Lord. All angels, the sun, the moon, all the stars that shine, all heavenly bodies should praise the Lord. I don't know what you think of you imagining hearing the sounds of all the angels of heaven singing, praising God. Uh, I, I don't think our imagination can go that way, but we will, we will hear them one day when we all appear there. But can you imagine who are some of the beautiful, melodious singers you heard? Can't compare. Can't compare to hear the angels, all the angels singing praises to the Lord. Singing praises to the Lord. The sun, the moon, and the stars. The psalmist is calling on all of them to praise the Lord. And he has a reason for that. Reason for praise. Reason for praise. 
the first reason he, he gives is that he commanded them. He commanded them, and they were created. He ordered their existence. One commentator said, those who were created by command are on the command to adore their creator. He ordered their creation, and it was so. The second reason he gave, he established them forever and ever. Therefore, there is reason for them to praise him. He is creator and sustainer. I see people going to the moon, going to space, talking about the, the celestial bodies, and trying to investigate what God is in control. God is in control. With all the prediction of things happening, he's in control. He's sustaining the heavens. Let's turn to Genesis 1.1. You read that in the beginning, God created the heavens. And he did not just let the heavens loose. He's sustaining it. So no need for fear. And so the psalmist is calling on all of God's angels to praise him, the sun, the moon, and all the stars that shine, all heavenly bodies to praise the Lord. You might say, angel praising God? Angel praising the Lord? I can't understand that. I can't at least imagine that, but sun, moon, and star praising God, what would they look like? They don't have, they don't have, they are inanimate. They don't have voices to sing. Well, I think they could and they can. You remember Jesus going to Jerusalem? And they were shouting praises and they, the rulers wanted to stop the people from praising Jesus. What did he say? If they stop praising me, the rocks will cry out. How would that happen? We don't know, but he's creator. So the psalmist is calling on these objects, heavenly objects, to praise their creator. The heavens are called to declare his glory because he's their creator. In Psalm 19, one to four, we read, the heavens are telling, the, tell, telling of the glory and, and the expanse is declaring the works of his hand. Day and night they pour forth speech, and night after night they reveal knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Their lines are gone out through all the earth, and their utterances to the ends, to the end of the world. So they can praise God. The glory of God, their creator, is seen in the heavens. 
He deserves their praise. And God deserves our praise as well as we see his glory reflected in the heavens. Yesterday was a beautiful day. Clear sky. The blue sky, the night sky. All should give a cause of praise God. And so this psalm is not like us. He sees reason to call on these stars to praise the Lord. And so when you walk out in the clear sky at night, praise him. When you feel the gentle wind blowing, praise the creator. Having Call upon to praise God. Not only that, he calls on the earth to praise God. As Psalm 148, verses 12, 7 to 12, he calls on all things on the earth to praise the Lord. the sea monsters, and all things in the sea, the fish, the shark, and everything in the sea to praise the Lord. Uh, is the psalmist being unreasonable here? No. No. This is right. Every created thing he's calling on to praise God. That how much he longs for God's praises to over, overshadow his creation. All things in the sea, he's calling even on the fire, the snow, and clouds, mountains, and hills, fruit trees. You lift out your eyes in your yard, you see the the mango trees, the mangoes. He's calling to praise the Lord. Everything on land. The beasts. Creeping things and birds. And then he comes to humanity. Kings of the earth. And all peoples. All peoples everywhere. Princes and all judges, young and old, are all called to praise the Lord who made them. What would it be like every day when the whole world, humanity, just shouting praises to the Creator? What a, what a magnificent, glorious thing will it be But we don't have control over them. We have, we have the responsibility here to praise God. To praise God. Praise God. Because he's worthy. He also gave reason why things on earth and humanity on the face of the earth should praise the Lord. 
reason for praise. I say his name alone is exalted. His name alone is exalted. His name alone. We are, we, we are so prone to praising people, to praising men, praising our favorite uh, football clubs, our teams, praising things created, putting people praises above the praises of God. But only God's name is exalted. There is no other God and creator that deserves our worship, that deserves worship from all things on earth but God. His name is exalted. And that's why the psalmist, that's the reason he gave for all things on earth to praise him. Secondly, his glory is above the earth and heaven. His glory. Worship is due to his name. And as I said, not created things, not idols that are made with hands. You may say, oh, I don't worship idols. But idols is in every heart. You just got to dethrone it. There are things we are putting above God. Things we are giving more attention to than God. So I ask you this morning, what are the idols on your heart? Only God deserves our worship and, and, and he should it should be enthroned on our hearts forever and ever, and not any, not any created, created thing. Not your car, not your house, not your bank account, not your children, nothing. God should be seated on the throne of our hearts and every day giving worship. Praise the Lord. Praise you, God. Glory to your name, Lord. Overshadow my life with your glory. You alone are worthy of my worship. Tell me, he has exalted the horn of his people. God's loves, God's, God loves and cares for all his creation, but he has a special place for his people. A special place for his people. Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, prophesied that his son, John the Baptist, would be the forerunner of Christ who will come and bring salvation to the people of God. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people and has raised up a horn of salvation. Jesus Christ, in the house of David, his servant. God still loves Israel, people. And God has a place for Israel. In, in, in uh, Romans 9, Paul dealt with that. God still has a place for Israel. 
in his salvation plan. But we, under the new covenant, we should praise God for who he is and what he has done for us in Christ, in the new covenant. And that's why Paul wrote, Blessed be the Lord, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he, has, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us to the adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to his intention, the intention of his will. That's the reason he deserves our praise, because of the salvation that Jesus Christ purchased for us. Hallelujah. Peter also said, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to our living hope through the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ from the, dead, from the dead to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and would not fail away, reserved in heaven for you. That's the reason we should praise him for what Christ has done for us. The heaven are telling of the glory of God. And their expanses declaring his, the work of his hand. Praising the God who created them. And I ask this morning, if those things are called upon to praise the Lord, can we do any less? with all that Jesus has done for us, with the hope that we have in Jesus? No. Friends, how is your praise of God? I know sometimes it's embarrassing. Sometimes you feel the emotion to praise God, but you look around, you don't want to raise your hand. Thank God, Pastor Dave always raised his hand. And sometimes Pastor Mike, some people clap. What is that to be ashamed about? If God has impressed upon your heart to give him praise. To praise in, 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 the, in the assembly of saints. I, I don't know what Bible you're reading, but it says, praising with dancing. Clap your hands with instruments. I, I, I don't know who is, who is here, who instrument. Lord uh, uh, playing the violin, Justin playing the piano, and who would be like this? No, oh, I think your body would move a little bit. That's, that's worship. So, friends, the summer is calling us to praise the Lord. Let worship be a special place in our hearts going forward. That's the message God has for you, for you today. You're not, pra you're not praising in love for who I am, what I've done for you. You're not praising me in love for creation, the beautiful trees and everything. Let's praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. He deserves our worship. And fathers, please lead your families in a special time of praise and worship in your homes. 
today is Father's Day. And church, set aside some time. I know our worship is so structured. There may be people who want to stay and, and who want to worship a little bit longer while we have work to do. But we can set aside a Sunday evening, a Wednesday evening, where we come and have nothing but praise and worship. Praising the Lord. That's not too hard to do. Yeah. People say I like hymns, but I like praising God for where he's taking me from and what he has done in my life. Yeah. I sing those hymns when I'm going to work. I sing them. It's all praise. It's all praise. All worthy of his salvation, but by his grace he saved me. I cannot reserve praise. Amen? And I hope that will be the same for you. That's the message today. We may not be praising God enough for who he is and for what he has done. Let all things that create up bless and worship him in humbleness. I like that. Worship him in humbleness. Oh, praise him. Hallelujah. Praise the Father. Praise Father, Son. Praise Son and, and praise the Spirit. Three in one. Oh, praise him. Oh, praise him. Hallelujah. 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 Let's praise him in the morning. Praise him at noon time. Praise him when the sun goes down. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus in the morning. Jesus at noon time. And Jesus when the sun goes down. Praise him. But let me say, as we seek to praise the Lord with our voices, let us also seek to praise him with our bodies. Amen. That's why Paul tells us in Romans 12, 1 and 2, present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. That is your reasonable worship. Be not conformed to the things of this world. Yeah, I know we're fighting cultural wars, and there's a sign to heal this person or heal the person and put the person down, put the person down. That's conforming to the world. We should love everybody. Love everybody. Do not be conformed to the things of the world, but the renewal of your mind that you will know what is the acceptable will of God. God deserves the worship of with our voices. He deserves the worship of our bodies, not conforming to the things of the world. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, I stand in the gap this morning and for myself to say, Lord, sorry that we don't give you the worship you so deserve. Oh, we are so, our minds are so clouded with the things of this world. Sometimes we get up in the morning, we don't even pray. 
no devotion on time, no time of praising. To say, God, thank you. I praise you for another day. And Father, thank you for I am on a conviction. I can't praise you enough. And I pray for this church, O oh God. Thank you for speaking to us this morning. That we should praise you, praise you, praise you. Even as we expect the heavens to praise you. We should praise you in our little lives. Thank you for this church. May it be your people who shall praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.